Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self-project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. I want to welcome to the show today, Nixie Foster, and she is the motherhood mentor with a twist. She takes high achieving moms from exhausted, struggling, and overwhelmed to living her life with purpose, passion, and a deep connection to her higher self. So I'm really, really excited to have Nixie on today. Um, She also has a really unique mix in the way that she works with other moms. Um, And so I just am really excited myself to hear more. So Nixie, if you did not mind, will you uh, kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you and your story? Yeah. So I'm a moon witch and um, a crystal elemental energy. So I work with deep energies within the crystals, the elemental energy rather than the surface level. Um, And I live very, very close to Stonehenge in the UK so I live in a really energetic um, landscape and very ancient landscapes there's lots of energies that um, I can work with and I've always wanted to help mums ever since I was a child Um, in the band-aid days of when the famines were in Africa were in the news and I wanted to go around the world and help mums be able to care and love and nurture their babies and have what we had, what I saw mums have around me. So I was a quite a small child. I then had my oldest son um, as a teenage mum and he was starved of oxygen at birth. So I began, that kind of put everything that I was going to do on hold because I had to become a carer and make sure he had everything he needed. I spent quite a few years in hospitality because that was the family business it was easy to go into and then in my in my 41 I had my toddler tornado who's just coming up three and I didn't want to do the 48 to 70 hours anymore and it was a chance for me to finally reconnect with my dreams of working with mums and I think it was meant to be because I've always been into crystals. Uh, again, since childhood, I've always been very different and always had that sort of connection to the moon and a very spiritual connection, being able to see and hear spirits since I was tiny. And I lost that for a long time. I spent some time in, in quite an abusive relationship, more mentally than physically. And I reconnected at the end of that back to my crystals and how I healed was working with the crystal energy and realigning with the moon and the turning of the wheel and really connecting back into 
an amazing group of friends that I found when I moved up up to close to Stonehenge. Um, and when I had my little one, I retrained. I did baby massage, baby yoga, baby wellness, and then just kind of went on from there and developed my unique blend of elemental motherhood archetype type so you can really connect with what serves you as a mom and leave all that stuff on the table that doesn't uh aligning with the moon and moon work and the crystal energy so that it can really bring mums out of that doing where you like you have your baby and you get stuck in this doing this masculine outwardly looking of always getting in overwhelm and mum guilt and this helps you breathe align and just truly connect and just have a spiritual motherhood an authentic motherhood that is yours your way I love that so thank you so much for sharing more with us um you know I I see when you speak about you know just the overwhelm of motherhood you know um like you said you had been working this really demanding job and then had you know I have five boys myself. So I know when you say toddler tornado, I'm like, oh yeah, I still have some that are tornadoes sometimes. So, um, you know, I think that this is so important because so many moms get to that period where they're exhausted, they're overwhelmed, they're, you know, kind of a loss of identity in motherhood as well, I've noticed. Um, so getting to connect back to yourself and having somebody to guide you through it, I think it's so important. I would love to kind of touch a little bit more on all of the things that you um, do because I'm absolutely, you know, fascinated by some of these things myself. So when you talk about your elemental archetype, what exactly is that? Do you kind of mind elaborating a little more on that? So um, in the in the star signs, um, you have they're linked to either fire, air, water, or earth. Whereas I work with the elementals as in fire represents sun, um, which is a very is a more of a divine masculine energy, but it's still very, very important because we have both masculine and feminine energies within ourselves that we need to balance in that divine rather than the corrupt or shadow. Um, and then I have, and then you have air, water, earth, and then moon instead of the spirit, which would be the fifth one, it's moon. And you're, and it's a type, it's your place in the mum tribe almost. So whether you're the leader or the creator or the nurturer or the organizer, it's, it's an archetype that you can stop having to be everything and really understand what flows through your natural energies and what you connect to. And how you can then build a, a program of self-care that works with those energies. So everything around us is energies and the elemental energies are what kind of supports life. Um, so yeah, like so working with the, the the fire energy, if you're if you're swung very heavily towards your feminine, the moon energy will then help sort of balance it out. But it's playing to your strengths 
and celebrating those rather than concentrating on the weaknesses, which we all do. It's it's human nature, you know. We're souls having a human experience, so we're going to go with what the human nature is. And it's always looking out. When we're disconnected from ourselves, we're looking outside for the answers. So media, uh, advertisement, what gadget's going to solve your problem? When you, when you connect to the um, elemental archetype, you can suddenly go, no. Okay, I might have wanted to be the earth mother that had the babies in the sling, but that doesn't work for me. And trying to be this isn't working. It's okay to be the mum that does this instead. There's no right or wrong. It's only wrong when you're out of alignment and when you're living in a cloak of mum guilt or in the shadow of overwhelm and they, and helping this is when you can start seeing and connecting and leaving on that table what doesn't serve you. Thank you for explaining. Um, you know, I love how you explain it, that it's shedding away who you're not trying, you know, to if you're trying to fit yourself into this role that you're not, you know, you don't have the energy for that you're not here to serve then this is shedding that away so that you can step into who you are actually meant to be and what you are actually um, meant to do. Yeah. It's that myth, isn't it, of the perfect mother that is put out there um, and it's just, it, it's rubbish. It's, it's been created by a very corrupt masculine energy that is happening in the world. So... I could agree with you there. Um, I think it's interesting that you brought that up because I often, I've been kind of questioning lately certain things that we do or certain beliefs that we have. Um, I'm trying to think of an example, but, you know, I'll tell my husband something like, you know, the house is a mess. That means I'm not a good mom. And he's like, why does that mean that you're not a good mom? I said, just because I grew up with the house needed to be clean and we're uh, it's beat into us by mainstream media that, you know, if your house isn't prim and proper and clean and you're not ready to entertain guests that, you know, you're not a great mom. And so that's just one example of, you know, many. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because that's, that's really important because that's not what motherhood looks like. Motherhood looks different for everybody and, and you're not doing it wrong, you know? You probably feel like you are, but you're not. <laughs> we all feel that way. And, and that's, yeah. And that's what I work with. I work with moms in that matrix sense that you said, like you said, where they feel disconnected with their self, where they've lost their identity. And it's that transition that we don't talk about anymore of the triple goddess of a woman's linear life, not alone the, the spiral in, but it's where you've kind of lost that maiden that freedomhood of, of more, more with womanhood now because we aren't going into motherhood as early as we used to. So we kind of like go through this period of maiden and then sort of transfer into womanhood. And then we go into motherhood and we're shattered into a million pieces and not all those pieces come back. And the ones that do are nearly always in a different place. And it's kind of suddenly having to re learn and it's a period that's as important as adolescence 
but nobody's passed that memo on down to women, to mothers. What happened to it? Where did it go? So um, I also wanted to touch on, so the moon work that you do, does that also tie into, again, learning about and learning how to balance the feminine and the masculine energies as well? Because like like you explained, sun is more masculine energy and moon is more feminine energy, right? Yeah. So most women in modern society are living in a masculine energy. And our feminine energy has been belittled, made almost like it's mistrusted, that feminine energy. You can't be successful if you're in a feminine energy, which is totally rubbish. I mean, look at New Zealand's prime minister. She's a perfect example of that divine feminine energy where it's supported by the divine masculine, the uncorrupt masculine energy that allows that feminine to lead, to be a queen. Look at history. Look at the tribes that are still living the tribal life. The women are worshipped. The women work together. They support each other. They're not taught to fight against each other or talk behind each other's backs. They're not it's not like that. It's not corrupt. It's a, that divine energy rather than that shadow feminine energy. And, and the moon work really helps you connect because it helps you go through the phases every lunar month of the phases of the moon and how they align. It helps you manifest dreams. It helps you shed and understand what doesn't serve you. Um, there's sacred circles within my membership, each of the new and the and the full, so that women come together and hold that space for each other without question, without judgment, how it always was before we were taught to mistrust. We're meant to raise families, communities together as the women are the, are the leaders, are the nurturers, you know, the masculine is supporting us in the doing and the ability to be able to, to be the nurturer and the raisers of the next generation. And it helps you feel connected, empowered, and it's reconnecting you back to that lunar energy, that mother energy. But it also takes you through the whole of your life in that in, so in the calendar year you've got the 12 years in the loop you've got the, the the 13 but in each in in this in the time it takes to travel all the way around once um you enter each sign each sun sign each of which would be your star signs and each of them have a different energy and focus on a different area of your life so in that whole year you cover every single area of your life instead of having to cover every single area of your life in one hour in one minute in one day so it really helps you come out of that overwhelm and understand the nature and really turning back into the turning of the wheel as well of doing things at certain times throughout the year that align with the natural energies that are 
naturally that we can naturally allow to flow within us as well when you explain it that way it makes so much um sense and I'm thinking how come we haven't been doing this sooner you know it's um you know like you said every sign lines up to a certain energy or certain area of your life. And I'm just like, I'm having like such a light bulb moment when you said that right now, I'm like, that makes so much sense. Um, I'll thank you for sharing more about that. Um, so what would you say as well? You mentioned at the very, very beginning, um, elemental, you working your work with crystals, you talked about you did more elemental work versus um, more surface work. Do you kind of mind explaining the difference between that? Yeah. Okay. So the surface work is how we all sort of see crystals as energy as we hold them, as we put them on our shelf, as we kind of just leave them to do what they do but we don't actually interact with them tesla did a lot a lot of work with crystals and he had a really deep belief that there is an act that crystals have a life that there's a being within the crystals an energetic being because everything's energy but we just don't know how to communicate with it yet but if you're working with the elemental beings which is that that energy that communicates in a different way. So if you're working on an energetic level, you can start using that energy to direct, transmute, amplify, and store. So you can create a loving area in your home. So say you wanted to raise the, the environment that you're in. I wanted to amplify it with, like, especially at the moment when it's stressful and we're we're not, I don't know what sort of you're in. In the UK, we're in a complete lockdown and we can go out, exercise once a day and essentials. So the stresses take the an impact on the energy within your home. So if you're wanting to transmute that into a loving, calming environment, you can work with the the energy within the crystal, that elemental being that's that's doing the work in the background. But if you build a relationship with it, then you can use it to, to how you want. It's like going, go when, you, when we were like at coffee shops, going in the coffee shop, same day, every day, you saw a couple of people, you talk and say hi. But there might be one that you'd sit down and have a conversation with and build a relationship with. So it's working on that level of building the energetic, on an energetic field a relationship so that you can use them to to help there's there's ones that can help calm you there's ones that can help relieve worries that working with the energies within those crystals can really help balance the energies within you and your environment there's ones that can help you with toddlers that are having temper tantrums just always remember that obviously crystals are quite small so don't leave them with them because they can be shaking hazards but yeah there's it's suddenly opens up a complete different level of what crystals can do for you to transform your life and your energetic life so the energy that is within you as well it never occurred to me to think of it um, 
because I have several pendulums. And so I very much, I was kind of chuckling while you were talking about seeing them as actual beings, because I actually give my pendulums all have kind of like a name and then they all have something like that I use them for depending on what I'm doing. And I always just have kind of this thing where I talk to them. Each one has like a different energy. So I just, and so when you were saying building a relationship, you know, with, with your crystals, I was just kind of chuckling because I was thinking, oh, so I'm, it's okay that I talk to my uh, pendulums. And (laughs) I never translated that over to my crystals. So I think that that's really cool. Um, So if somebody wanted to work with you, you have mentioned several ways um, that you have uh, workshops, you do membership, do you have a membership as well? Or do you mind just telling us how you work with people? So I have an online membership and it's called Crystal Moon Mothers. There's um, two parts to that. So you have a um, online learning platform area where you can go through a course. Um, It's at your own pace. Uh, The membership is either monthly or yearly. And as long as you're a member, you have access to the online learning space. Uh, and it goes through exercises to working with the moon, understanding moon phases, working with crystals, meditations, um, rituals at the moon phases, uh, the quiz for finding out your elemental motherhood, and then how to put that self-care package together. And then you have the community online, which is um, on Facebook at the moment. Um, and it's a, a private group. So it's only for the crystal moon mothers. And within that group, we do meditations each week. We do card readings each week. We connect and support each other. um, And you also get the sacred circles and you get the monthly meetings where you get, it's like a virtual coffee where you can pick my brain directly, but we can also all get to know each other. So it's about mums supporting mums and raising that vibration and you get daily information on the moon phases where the planets are and what's kind of going on so you can understand how your energies work and align because you suddenly will start seeing patterns and the idea that was that we're not adding something to our never-ending to-do list of motherhood but it's something that becomes a part of your daily life, a part of your weekly, monthly, yearly life that then eases and suddenly takes away that overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list. And most importantly, you shed that feeling of mum guilt, that oh-so-real feeling, and you understand, and you suddenly just can, you can love motherhood as much as you love your babies. I love that Um, because that was important for me as well, finding that joy in motherhood. And and for me, it was all, again, about reconnecting back to myself, finding community, finding something that let me explore and express myself. So I think what you're doing is really important. Um, Do you mind then if somebody wanted to join your membership or they wanted to work with you, um, where are they able to find you at online? Okay, so I'm on Facebook as that's my main social media platform at the moment. 
put Nixie Foster in and you're going to find me. I've kept it as simple as I can. It's Nixie Foster across all platforms. I'm on Instagram. I am a, I'm a present on presence on LinkedIn and Twitter, but I'm I'm concentrating at the moment and on the on the Facebook because you, you can't spread yourself too thin and do everything as a mum, especially not at the moment. So as I'm building and building teams, I'll become more present on the other, but Facebook is my main. And then I also have the website, and that again is Nixie Foster. So you can find me find me that way so yeah Nixie Foster put me in put me in Google put me in whatever search engine you use and you should be able to find me awesome and you'll be able to scroll down too you can scroll down in show notes and connect directly with Nixie we'll, we'll have um, everything linked up so it'll be super easy to find her so as we kind of close out I feel like um, this has been such a great conversation I feel like you've shared so much with us um you know, more about what you do and teaching us just, just more about it all. So did you have anything else that maybe we didn't cover that you kind of wanted to share or kind of closing thoughts that you wanted to close out with? The most important thing right now for me is that mums are so isolated and we're having to do so many roles that we're not used to doing. And in one minute we can be mum teacher homemaker um employee or self-employed entrepreneur all in such a space time and I think the really important thing to, for me is that we remember that we're not meant to do that alone it's okay to have a cry it's okay to not be perfect this imaginary perfect version of motherhood it's okay to apologize to your children when you know that you've lost it for no reason. It's okay to admit that you, you, you need somebody to talk to. But the most important thing is if you need it, reach out to another mom. Reach out in a group that you'll feel secure in. And do you know what? Check in on your mom friends, especially the ones that look like they've got it all together. Because if you're looking like it's all together, there's something that they're not showing. And it often comes from that place of fear, of mum guilt, of that shame that we're not that perfect image, of that not understanding that it's a mystical perfect image. And it just, it's mum supporting mums, women supporting women, and living in that divine feminine and not that corrupt shadow version that so many of us have grown up with and media presents to us so regularly. That is the perfect message. Um, community is really important. And I know, again, tendencies nowadays are that we're so isolated from each other. And like you said, they're so mistrustful of each other um, and all of those things. So I love that you bring up, we don't have to do this alone. We shouldn't be doing this alone. So community is so important. So Nixie, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for being on the show today, for joining me, for giving your time to share more with us. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. 
So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.